Hello, everybody, everybody. Hello and welcome to We Sing Tick. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kevin. We are joined today by a special guest. We have Lionel in the house. Yes. Salutations. Salutations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Far too kind. Yeah. So how is everybody doing today, man? How you doing, Lionel? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm healthy. Now, Everything else is a bonus. Lionel, if you want to educate the guests, you are the owner? Yes. Creator of 1988 I Productions? Am. Correct. I am. Uh, video production company, we handle a lot of different parts of video production, not just, uh, you know, music videos and stuff like that. We also handle commercials, uh, events. It really just depends. It's just kind of like overall video production. That's kind of what we do. Okay. Um, anything notable that we've seen? Anything that we should check out from 1988 Productions? I mean, our most notable work, is probably in the music video industry. Like we've shot stuff for Flo Rider, for Jim Jones. Um, we've stopped stuff like Ruby Rose. Um, I mean, the list goes on. So we've shot some stuff for some reputable artists uh, and labels. Uh, as far as other stuff like commercials and movies and stuff, we've stuff we've got some stuff that's been on Lifetime or uh, you know some stuff that they put on like ESPN Deportes and things like that. But uh, as far as like movies or features and documentaries like commercials and stuff yeah. you know the ones that uh tell you that make you think that you probably got like some type of venereal disease or something <laughs> like that they shoot take those commercials this, it'll save you i promise yeah. <laughs> it's gonna take this away but it's gonna give you this yeah <laughs> a whole bunch of those and tell us a little bit about your journey into the world of video production you and sure how you that all started this is a long this is a Yo, long journey let it rip man all right let it rip all right here it goes uh galaxy far far away <laughs> <laughs> so i actually got into video production at random because uh when i first was getting into that you know oh you know, what am i going to do with my life uh you know i had kids at a very young age uh, 19 years old so it was kind of like what am i going to do to make money support my family uh -huh. so i got into medicine i got into like going into school to be a nurse um fast forward you know I, I got in some trouble and stuff, and it wasn't allowing me to do that. I, you know, I got an associate's in science uh, to be not to go into nursing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, life kind of like led me into another direction. It was just like, yo, you're not really happy doing this. You're doing it just for the money. It's not the right thing to do, right? Going into medicine, helping people. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like steered me into into where I'm at today. So I, I did TV productions when I was in high school. Um, so when things kind of like happened, I was just like, oh well, what am I gonna do? now you know it's like oh well uh go back into entertainment like entertainment is like me that's kind of what i i like i like to entertain i like to, to just do, do that so um i started going back to school to get my bachelor's in uh nice. tv film and digital production is what they called it back what then. school did you go to uh miami Dade college nice uh great program they have a great program i, I know it's a community or was a community college it's, a cute, it's just a regular college now but they're they're investing a lot of money into like their film and uh, music programs. Uh, they actually just opened up like a 3D program now to create, uh, you know, video games and stuff like that. Uh, so they're they're doing their thing. They're 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 uh, they're doing their thing. So I, I went back to school uh, to get my bachelor's, um, and in the process, I was like, well, you know, I, I've always had this entrepreneurial mindset. So for me, I went in thinking like I'm going to start a business, right? So I'm I'm going to go in here. I'm going to build relationships. I'm going to learn from people. Um, and, and in turn, I'm going to start a business. So oh. that's what I did. I started a, a business. I started uh, 1988's always been it. 1988 production has always been it from the start. 
Where'd you get the name from? I was born 1988. I knew it. I, I was born knew. 1988. I just had to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, when I started looking at the brands, I was like, oh, like I got to come up with something that's memorable. And I went with a number as I felt like people always remember a number. It's very easy to remember a number. So mm-hmm. I was like, what number am I going to use? Well, I was born 1988. Bam, 1988 it is. All right. So I started the business. I uh, started with photography because I was like always like taking pictures. Started taking pictures, uh, you know, a year into it. I'm going to school and I'm like, photography is not really where I'm going to be at. That's mm-hmm. not my thing. So kind of like switched it into doing videos shot little events uh little things like camera operating myself and little by little man it just kind of like snowballed and just you know i was like oh well you know what this production i can't do it by myself i can't i can't keep doing this by myself period so i started hiring people for certain shoots and and little by little man like it, it went from just being a name to being like an actual thing like we're we're an actual production now mm-hmm. you know like you've been on some of my, some stuff with us and and, you know, we're coming out 15, 20 people now uh, yeah. for bigger sets. And and it's nice, you know. So uh, that's kind of like where, what got us into it. It's, it's crazy how life just like you're, you're not going to do this. You're, you're going to stop here. You're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm blessed, man. Like, I could be I could be out like putting tar on the road. But, you know, uh, we're, we're going to set, working in AC and yeah. playing with $100,000 cameras and stuff. And it's fun. It's fun. And you and Pat both recently worked on a project. What 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 have you guys worked on recently? Uh, can we talk about it? Are we yeah, we can talk about it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a producer of it, so you know, I don't know if we're able to talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, man, we we uh, we worked on a uh, what is it? Uh, it's a beat super beats yeah. uh, infomercial, and um, I did the audio on it. And we had to travel all the way to freaking uh, was Naples. It? Naples, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, the commercial stuff is where kind of where we want to start heading into now. Uh, at first, I'm, I'm a film guy. Like I like I like to shoot movies. That's my that's gonna be like my, my ultimate dream for the rest of my life. I can be 80 years old shooting movies. Like that's mm-hmm. gonna be my thing, right? Or it is my thing. Um, but in the process, I was like, well, obviously you're starting from zero, bro. You're not gonna shoot a movie right now. You yeah. have to do something in in, the, in leeway. So I, I did a lot of music videos because music videos for me was like that creative outlet. It was like, all right, it's cool, like some creative lighting, some cool shots, use cool techniques. We work with people in the industry that are are investing into their brand. Yeah. You know, that's our that's another big thing of mine. Like I love to work with people that are invested in in what they believe in. Uh-huh. Um, so we um, I lost my train of thought there. You're saying that uh, where you want to go into. Uh, Infomercial. You're going to infomercial Correct, right, right now because later on you want to go Correct. into the movies. So we did the we did the vi- the music videos. Yeah. Boom! It was like so you segue to, into that, right? Yeah. Um, so right now our focus is going to do more commercial work because mm-hmm. for us commercial co- there's commercials all over the place. There's always on TV. There's always a commercial. On What's television. the difference between commercials and music videos? Well, I mean, commercials are way more consistent than mm-hmm. music videos for me personally. Like, there's always a commercial on television. There's not always a music videos. Like, music yeah. videos are more of a marketing thing for an artist, but they don't always need a music video. There's a lot of other ways that they can market themselves than just making a music video. Yeah, Music videos is kind of like an art piece. Like, hey, look, look at what we did. Look at how cool I look on, on Oh, on yeah, TV. you can tell by the way that they act on set that uh, they don't have, they really don't care about it. Correct, yeah. right? 
So, I mean, I've been on sets like that where I'm waiting six hours and the artist's still not here and then he shows up and it's yeah. like, okay, well, we got four hours left. You guys want to shoot again tomorrow? Because we're not going to finish today. So commercials are a little more, first of all, they're way more organized. You know, people are uh, just more professional. Uh -huh. um, and for me, like I said, it's more like a consistency thing. So if we start shooting more commercials, it's not just a music video where I bring like four or five of my guys and we bang this out and we're done in two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's we bring 20 people on. Now we're feeding 20 people. You know, we're, uh, hey, come back. We shoot another commercial. You know, it's just it's a bigger scale. It's more consistent. So um, and it, I also get to tell a story, right? Like you get to tell a story for a brand uh, in, in a very short yeah, in a very condensed time mm -hmm. slot. Uh, so in, a, in essence, it's kind of like shooting like a very short film. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very corporate story. It's like very dry, but it's like you got your stamp on it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you can kind of, you know, you can, I, I, can, I can never remember these guys' names, but they're brothers, um, and they shoot a lot of uh, comedy commercials. Uh, they do like the old spice commercials and they've did like the mm. the one with the 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 poop the unicorn poop thing that you sit oh, in the toilet uh squatty potty squatty potty right like the, these guys are doing these things and and it's dope like you're watching and you're yeah. like it's memorable right you're like leaving something behind that people are like oh fuck plop plop fizz fizz whoa will it relief it is oh that's fucking I'll, like you remember those <laughs> things you know so for me, commercials are, are we're like, I'm headed now because it, it's just not about myself, mm -hmm. right? It's not like, oh, Lionel wants to shoot creative. Lionel wants to do cool lighting. Mm -hmm. It's more like, bro, I get to bring the team. You know, we get to collaborate, right? We're, we're putting stuff on television. So it's a lot more. So that's kind of like why we're going into commercials right now. Now, you, you mentioned that your ultimate goal, or I don't know if it is your ultimate goal, but you want to start getting more into films, right? Yeah. Is there a certain genre you want to tackle, or does it matter? Or uh, for me personally, I like uh, a mixture between like sci-fi, thriller, and horror. Mm -hmm. um, That's I a guess, good bag. Yeah, it, it kind of just goes into first of all, like there's not a lot of good horror movies, right? So I feel like we're tapping into a market where like if we hit it right, we're gonna hit it right, mm -hmm. and then yeah. it's just gonna take off for us. So you're talking about like. Uh, like highbrow horror, like uh, Hereditary, and um, I, I would love to recreate a Freddy Krueger film. Really, that would be like my first. If if I if I were to, hey, here's twenty million dollars. Mm -hmm. What are you? Gonna, I'm shooting a Freddy Krueger film. Really, we're gonna bank. We're gonna like knock this one out of the park. This is not gonna be a Freddy versus Jason kind of film. This is gonna be like horror, like oh, nice. real legit horror. You know, Rob Zombie meets. Uh, I don't know something like a like a Velanu, <laughs> like a that's a that's a little artsy. There. That is that yeah, is. Like, if you, but if you put or, Rob or, Zombie or, or with Velanu, or you're trying to like mix, I would say maybe like Rob Zombie and you're talking about like another famous horror director. No, not director, but just like a look, you know, oh, uh, okay. that style, like uh, the suspense, you know, the suspense okay. that comes with with that. Yeah. Because um, you, know, you know, I think like Rob Zombie, obviously, it's like gore. It's like very very gore. Uh, but uh, you what also like Nicholas Riffin, uh, the dude who did Drive, because he likes to use a lot of neon colors. Yeah, I could like I would like to see like a uh, a Freddy Krueger or something that has like a dreamy movie that has like a lot of like neon colors because I dream in fucking vivid ass fucking colors and that would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like something modern, yeah. something modern yet 
it's just bringing that nostalgia. So mm-hmm. we'll get into we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of like where where I would go with film right now. If they gave me the opportunity, I'd shoot a Freddy Krueger film right now. That would be funny thing. though. Do you have a top three favorite films or top three favorite directors? Uh, I'm not huge with names. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really that's fine. I'm not really sorry. Yeah, like I'm not really big with like, oh, I know uh, Voigt van Heitma. Like I, I yeah. like I'm not huge with like these names, right? Um, but uh, there are certain movies that uh, you know they kind of hit home. Um, I would say I'm, I'm pretty big with comedy. It's mm-hmm. it's a total different genre of what I would like to shoot, but I love comedies. Um, you know, Hear No Evil, See No Evil is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It, great movie. I love Richard Pryor. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, like those are kind of stuff that I like. Classics, man. Yeah, um, and then I guess like if I had to give a modern another like a three like a, for a number three a modern spot like something recent, I would have to say something like the Batman, like the new Batman that came out. Oh yeah. For me, yeah. I really liked that movie. Um, I just liked what they did with it, cinem- like cinematography wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think they did a really good job, which for me was kind of a. I was like, damn, they didn't even get nominated for cinematography I, that, in that movie, which that kind of... That really pissed me off, yeah. But they yeah. got nominated for... Like, score. visual effects, bro. Not not, not score. Like, what, sound design. Sound design, that's sound what it design, was. Which, yeah. to me, was And visual crazy. effects, I was Visual like, effects, makeup, didn't go well, to... You know, for Colin Farrell as, the, uh, as a, a penguin. As the penguin, yeah, man. It was crazy. Yeah, was but, like, like, look who it was going against. It was going against uh, The Whale. It was which going was against the, okay, Avatar. Someone in a fat suit. Yeah, which no, is what Colin it's Farrell. More, it's more than no, a fat suit. But they did a lot with Colin Farrell too. True, because Colin Farrell, I did not even know that was Colin Correct. Farrell the first time I saw that. I was Damn. like, that's him? That was amazing. And he went out with that outfit and he went to go yeah. to like Starbucks and people didn't know who to. Well, he did it. But I mean, and to be honest, I wouldn't know who Colin Farrell was before and, this movie. And going, like, oh, really? And going back yeah, to the. I was like, oh, I, going I back to the somewhere. cinematography <laughs> of the movie, the they actually had lenses that were broken when they were filming Correct. it and the director wanted that on purpose yeah and it it works so well with the movie yeah so like well. he had the lens that was at, uh like he was filming through the lens that was broken yeah in some of the shots yeah. and that's what I'm gives it yeah this movie. yeah, yeah no, the, the movie was great like one of my favorite scenes is when they're in the dark they're just all in the dark and it's just gunshots bah, 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 yeah and everything all you just seen is a just full flash sequence of him whooping ass in the dark, but it's not in the dark. You know, you're seeing everything that's happening. That's me. Was just like I was like, oh, and those were all separate takes, completely separate takes. All so they cut. Oh, can you hit the shutter button on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, guys, hold. There we go. Um, they yeah they did completely separate takes. It cuts whenever the shot goes pitch black. That's that's a cut. Really? Yeah. So every time oh, so that was like in camera. So when you see the right muzzle, yeah. that's the take. When the muzzle go when the muzzle shot goes off, they just cut to the next. And it was like I think it was like five or six different takes. Dude, that that scene was incredible. No. Really? Because I really thought that was just a just like a one take kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, that was that uh the in camera magic right there. Okay. You know those kind of things kind of they turn me on. You know like <laughs> get you, know, you going. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. What's that movie uh, with uh, uh, the the guy that also played Batman back? Uh, they're redoing the Batman now with the uh, Flash. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, right? Where yeah. they did that movie uh, Birdman. Yeah. Right. That movie was fucking brilliant. I love that it was all. It's like it's film in essence, right? It's like this 
niche thing. It's it's something new. Yeah. Like we're not just like pointing a camera. We're getting some good actors, giving us good, you know, good, and then boom, we're done. Yeah, it's like planned. You know, and very yeah. well. Executed. Every time I watch, every time I think about that movie, it always feels like like a fucking fever dream. Like I'm like, did I, did I watch that movie? But yeah, I did see it. But there was something about that movie that made me feel like I was watching a dream. Like every time I like uh, recall watching that movie, almost thinking like, yeah, then this happened, then this happened. I'm like, no, nah, none of this could have happened in this film. Not in the movie. Maybe it did. And it, yeah. it's like, it's, it's it's one of the only movies that I feel like that when I, yeah. when I watch it. And it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if I were to make a Freddy movie like that, that would definitely be a thing. You know, like just not just a Freddy Krueger movie, you know, that really brings something new. Yeah, to into, the whole franchise. Yeah, yeah. to that franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you guys mentioned, uh, both of you guys mentioned that you filmed something in Naples. You shot things all over South Florida, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. yeah. More than just South Florida, but yeah. What are the do's and don'ts in shooting in South Florida? Or is there, like, an area that you're like, oh, no, this is the best place to shoot at? Like, this is this is the area. Because I know some places are really strict with rules. Some places, like, it's almost impossible to shoot at. Some places that are easier may, may have, like, okay, we only want this type of stuff shot in this town or anything like that. Have you experienced anything like that? Um, I mean, the Naples thing was more just kind of uh, the talent lived in that area. Yeah. And they had a lot of resources that we, we were uh, going to use, uh, which obviously is always good because it, saves on budget right we don't have to spend ten thousand dollars just to shoot at a supermarket like oh this guy knows this guy hey, let's shoot here the guy says that we can use him we use it so for us i think that's where uh, besides the look is another part of that that's very important to pick a location is what's gonna be cost effective right um but uh as far as location wise we're a type of company where we don't really create a concept for an artist or we don't create a concept for the client. The client comes to us with the concept, right? And then we bring it to life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, you know, we have, uh, for example, Naples. Oh, we got to shoot at a supermarket. We got to shoot at a doctor's office. Okay, so then we, boom, we put it all together and we, and we shoot it. Um, so I don't really have, uh, all right, do's and don'ts, right? So I guess I do have do's and don'ts. Mm. Don't shoot in the hood. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious, but if you're gonna shoot in the hood, do bring security. Yeah. Right? Because at least for us, when we come out, our gear looks expensive. Our guys, we look expensive. Everybody just comes out, we look organized, we're a production. People see that, they say there's money there. So um, for us, it's very safe. Safety's number one. You know, not only that, man, guys. like. People will just like come up to any crew member and then just say like, "Oh, yo, hey, uh, I'm an artist, and can you please just like sign me up?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm just a grip, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a grip, man. I just do the, I just do this." And they would be like, "Yo, just, just, you know, let's just link up. Let me just get your number and stuff like that." And I'm constantly being like, "Yo, I'm not the guy that you want to talk to, man. That's I'm like this guy right here. This is the guy that you want. <laughs> like I just." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm constantly just like Shit, that's dude. why you need like a, a like a, a Sherpa who who can at least be somebody who can just tell the person to be like oh no uh, you need somebody to get the crew away from like uh, the people mm-hmm. around because you know a lot of them are gonna you know they're gonna be distracting and even in like um, like expensive places like uh, Star Island and stuff like that don't 
you can't get there earlier than 6 a.m. in the morning because they will call the cops on you if you're just trying to, like, unload a truck or, you you know, you're loud. You, yeah. you haven't seen these people in, like, yeah. weeks. And you're like, yo, what's going on? Then, you know, the AD will just be like, yo, you got to shut up before 6 a.m. because they'll shut this thing, this whole thing down. Yeah. And I didn't notice that until, like, you know, you're shooting in uh, Star Island and you're over here bringing in a uh, fucking uh, five-ton. And they're like, Correct. oh, no, you, you got to stay on the streets. You got to stay on the out on the main artery streets before you go into the neighborhood before 6. Like, Yo, but production, like, breakfast is ready at 5. So what I'm supposed to do out here is said, no, just, just hang out, man. Yeah. But you want the first you want the first scene up by 6.30. So you just want me to hang out. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's nothing we could do. So you just... <laughs> you just go with the flow. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like, there's like little things that you you find out i shouldn't even be telling people this it's best if you just you find out as you're going along you just take your lumps kind of thing but uh it's one of those things that it just goes along there's always going to be like struggles any even even not even real, real struggles it's just like it's just little hiccups that happens yeah i have one thing that i live i live by with production if everything's going perfectly something's wrong yeah there's no way. Like, it's just impossible. It just never happens. So for me, when I see problems on set, I'm like, all right, it's a good day. Like, today's a good day. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're showing me what the problem is, I can fix it. When when they're, like, just hidden problems, you're just like, man, something fucking happened today, and I'm not going to find out until I get to post. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Right? So for us, like, seeing those problems, getting those hiccups or those those hurdles, for us, it's like, all right, good. That's that's good. It's a good day. I can, I can solve that here right now. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I've, ha- I've had stuff like that happen where, uh, you know, you get to set and the guy's like, oh yeah, we got a permit and it's like six o'clock in the afternoon. And you're like, yeah, but the sun's going down around the beach. Like I can't put lights out here that like there's turtle seat nesting season. Like we can't be on the beach. Yeah. And it's just like all of a sudden now, well, company move, you know, everybody's got to pack up. Now we got to go find another beach to shoot at. So there's, there's certain things like that that I've had. Uh, I guess it kind of fits into the do's and don'ts. Um, where there's certain situations that you just kind of like, well, we can't do this at this location because now all of a sudden things have changed and you just kind of you just kind of move and, and roll with the punches. Um, so I don't really have like a a do's and don'ts. I mean, if there was, it's just like, you know, always get your stuff permitted. There's nothing more embarrassing as, as for me as a producer, uh, as running the company, to have 20 people on a set and then all of a sudden they get there and say, no, you guys can't park here. And now I have to have 15 cars moved. You know, or, oh, you guys can't shoot here past this time. Now now we got to tell the client, hey, by the way, we got to cut two hours earlier. We got to take two hours off of your, off of your time block because we got to move to another location. So, How much does, like, a permit cost for, like, a beach and, uh, like, a... Uh, it's actually very cheap. Is it really? Very cheap. Yeah, I think the most I've paid for a permit has been, like, less than 200 bucks. Oh. The, where, where the permitting stuff gets expensive is like there's certain people that'll say, oh, you know, you're going to be here after hours. You need to have a police officer on site. You know, during COVID was a mission, too. It's like, oh, you know, you have to have a COVID officer on set. So it's like now you're paying somebody six, seven hundred dollars for the day just to sit on a chair because they have a license to say, oh, yeah, you know, we're cool. Yeah. We could test for COVID. I'm actually you know? a COVID officer. The what you call a production company paid me to be a COVID officer because it's cheaper to to just get somebody to go out and get the license 
mm-hmm. rather than having somebody who you have to pay like seven hundred or six hundred for. And it's like, yeah, I'll do that for no, no problem. Yeah, so I get the license, and then I'm like, yeah, man, I, I do it for four hundred. <laughs> I mean, I tell people to put on a mask, put on a goddamn mask, man. <laughs> Fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I yeah. do that shit all day. Yeah, <laughs> well, we had we went through that with. Uh, I shot one. Uh, I shot a uh, one well two episodes for respectfully Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a show on uh, Revolt TV. It's like a puck, yeah. And uh, and that was one of the things. Like you know, everybody had to get there, and everybody had to take a COVID test, which yeah. is the fucking worst thing in the world. Just shove that thing in your nose at seven o'clock in the morning, and then everybody's kind of like on that vibe now, right? Like everybody's coming in, and they're like, oh, tomorrow do we have to take that test again? You know. So that that changed a lot of things for us. Uh, but yeah, man, COVID. COVID. Yeah, that that time sucked, dude. That shit made things a lot more expensive. Expensive yeah. and also just I remember when you and everybody that that we know just like oh everything I got canceled. Yeah, like every, I remember like every gig you guys were gonna shoot at the airport and like they after you guys unloaded they were like no the shoot's canceled because yeah. of COVID like oh what yeah man that 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 shit was fucking rough and we were outdoors a lot like uh, that's when we were working. Um, What's the name of that channel? It's like a billionaire channel, channel or something where we buying yachts, and buying planes and stuff. And bro, they would just be like people who would we'll, we'll get there and they'd be like, "Oh no, it's canceled." Okay, so we got we can go to the second location. Then we'll just come back here next week. All right, cool. We we'll go to the second location while we're driving to the second location. They'd be like, "Up, oh, the day is gone. Nah, uh, so yeah, we can't pay you for the for the full day, but we can pay you for half." And we're gonna see if we can pick this up uh, next week. No phone call for next week, and it's like, okay, now you get nervous because yeah. like, okay, what the hell's going on? And then you know they call you like three weeks later, say, yo, can you do it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When will we do it? Tomorrow. What? You have to be ready <laughs> tomorrow. Say, yo, bitch, it's like twelve o'clock at night. He said, yeah, man. I mean, you wonder. Call not. time is at eight o'clock in the morning, man. I mean, we could do that for you. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. It's like, oh man. And then you still have to get a COVID test. That's why they made it at eight o'clock. Yeah. So you can go to like uh, Amir Hart Park or wherever park and go through the whole fucking line of getting the the COVID test. Man, you know I'm just looking back at it like man, yo, those were rough fucking times. The only only like good thing about it was that traffic was light. <laughs> you, you know what, that's was light. very true. That's one thing. That during COVID, things were a lot yeah. more streamlined. It was mm-hmm. just like, well. All of this is out of the way now. Yeah. So, like, you just got to get here and then come back and that's sitting your day. Yeah. I remember doing, like, going from my house to West Palm Beach in, like, 40 minutes. Not even speeding, just, yeah. like, it was, like, uh, what's the name of that goddamn movie? Uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. Just driving, listening to music, and you're like, man, this is good. Where you see like a shadowy figure down the street, you're like, was that a person? <laughs> was that, was Hello, that stranger. Stranger, I come in peace. <laughs> man, it was. That's the only thing that I really miss about COVID is just like just the no traffic. Yeah. I I don't think I I don't remember going down Palmetto, but I guarantee you Palmetto was definitely. everything. Yeah, because I've drove I drove several times going to Miami, uh-huh. and. I mean, usually from my house, it'll take me an hour and a half to get to Miami, at, yeah. depending on the time in the morning. Oof. Dude, I'd get there in 45 minutes. It's no problem. beautiful. It was beautiful. Every brickle. Yeah, man. It's like, there's a lot of people who are like, man, those are good times. It's like, you know, I'm not saying that we need another pandemic or something, but, you know, 
<laughs> I enjoyed it, dude. Honestly, I, I, not, not that. Uh, yeah, I don't want nobody to die, but you know, yeah. just like a little spook for like maybe like a month or two. I just want to chill at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, I swear, I took that time to kind of like reflect, right? Like spend time with my family, spend time with my kids, like mm-hmm. do things around the house, like build more, uh, you know, marketing on the business. Just mm-hmm. it just it kind of like forced you to do things that you normally lost track of because yeah. you're so busy with the yeah. hustle and bustle. So I, I kind of enjoyed. COVID for you know, that, that little period that we had that we were just like yeah, stagnant. We, we've said it numerous times on the podcast. It was like hitting the reset button on, yeah. on humanity. Mm-hmm. Like everyone hit the reset button yeah. and like, all right, let's do yeah, it. Let, let's, let's do this again from the from the top. Let's. Yeah, because you, you think and then like, we fucked it all up. Yeah. Everything was fucked. And then TikTok the was created. Was <laughs> and then TikTok ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> I lost a lot of hours because of TikTok. Like, oh, what's, what's this TikTok that people you were talking about? I'm like, oh, man. This shit is just like <laughs> fucking nuts, but yeah, man, it was. Uh, I, I do kind of feel bad for saying, like, "Oh man, it was uh, it was some good times," but uh, it was, man. <laughs> so I, I picked up on a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Start following a lot of people. Um, well, I think everyone re- definitely got into uh, streaming and yeah. television shows, which mm-hmm. leads me to my next topic. Uh, have we all watched The Mandalorian? Yeah. Yes. All, all right. caught up. We're all caught up. What do you guys think about this last episode that kind of veered off into another story? This you go first. Was, this one was a little, um, it was a talker, you know what I mean? It was but, a talker, yeah. <laughs> it was a talker episode. After three episodes of just pure action or some sort of action, uh, we get to an episode where there was just like, I'm like, dialogue? That nobody's shooting up anybody? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? I'm yeah. like, what, what is this? I'm like, oh, I must be watching Andor or something. Like now, nah, this is Mandalorian, which even the even the the things that they were talking about and the the whole uh, backstabbing and stuff, it was pretty cool. Like at the end of the whole thing, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This is really fucked up. It was a good episode for the Mandalorian episode, but um, I was just I was taken taken back from the whole like we're just going to talk about uh you know old times and which what we're doing on the fucking podcast right now. And uh, about cookies, yellow and red ones, or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think it was good too. Like I, I didn't. Uh, it was a little. It was a little different in that in that sense. Like, I mean, uh, we got to see a different a different environment too. Like yeah. it wasn't just like we're out on a planet and we're like a shooting. desert planet. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we're in a city. It was, and up until this point. Uh, at, at least in the season, like there's really no bad guy, and right now yeah. I feel like this lady is she's kind of like filling that role that you're just like, damn, what a bitch! Like, why she do that? You know, like I, I'm a little confused she, about her though. I, I am. Oh no, I'm, is I, she is she part of the New Republic? No, I think she's got a second no, agenda. She's a, she's a spy. She's for a who? Spy for the for the for the First Order. Oh, that's what I mean. Is she part of the old? The, the first order. She, yes. she was part of the empire. Okay. She's part of this amnesty program to All say right. like, hey, my bad. I want to be a good guy now. But really, she's a double agent. I don't know if you guys noticed, they played Palpatine's theme song in this episode. Oh, I did not notice that. Oh, I didn't know. In the in, in the in the in the in the part where it um, he was talking about his cloning research. Mm-hmm. They played that no. Like oh, it, it, like shit. that slow chanting. I had a fucking feeling that's how they clone. And that and and that's Palpatine's you're theme. Right. So basically, this is gonna be how they connect 
the old trilogy and the new trilogy. Like uh, that story of like because they never explained it in the Rise of Skywalker. They they all they said was, oh somehow Palpatine's back. No, this is it. This is yeah. this is gonna be the origin story of how they cloned Palpatine and and brought him back to life. And this is probably gonna also um, reveal how Snoke was created. Okay. In the new trilogy, um, all that stuff. So I think. So you think that Snoke is probably like a, well, a they predecessor said, to Palpatine? Like, no, no, no. So they said they 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 showed in the Rise okay. of Skywalker he's supposed to be like a clone that went wrong of Palpatine. Okay. Um, but so basically, what happens is this scientist has the cloning technology. He knows of it. He wants to use it for good use. This chick basically was like. Oh, why don't we go back and get all your files and the te- and the technology? And then what did she do? She backstabbed him and she took it. She's gonna give that to somebody else to 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 start the cloning process for Snoke. For Where Palpatine. have I seen her before? Has she been on the show before? Nah, this is this is she's not even canon. This is her first. This is the first time introducing her character. I've seen her before. Maybe I've seen her on the streets or something. <laughs> on the I don't streets. know, but she looks. I'm like, yo, I've seen you before. You ever, you ever got that that look? Yeah. I'm like, yo, I've seen you in like some type of clothes. She did before. look familiar though when, yeah. I, when I first That's saw her. That's why I was her. like, oh, was she on like season two or something? Yeah. But I don't know. She he she, did say that. Oh, uh, she was hanging around with, uh, uh, damn, what's that guy's name? Who was from Breaking Bad? Like she's part of that crew. Of that guy. So that's why I thought I saw her before, but I guess I didn't. And don't forget, this scientist, they did show him in the first couple episodes of The Mandalorian, and he was was adamant about getting Grogu's uh, DNA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's trying to create something that's force sensitive. He's trying to create something that's. So I think, yes, they, one, they are going to show, they're going to hint at Palpatine. They're going to show another really big villain. It may be Snoke. Um, And. The fact that they they made an entire episode about this one guy, it's because they're sending up for something. Yeah, big, yeah, for sure. Something I agree, really and I mean, I, I immediately when she did that, you know, she, it's almost like she wanted to find out what his real purpose was, and when she found out that he really wasn't for the dark side, she yeah. was like, "Fuck that, yeah, I'm killing you now." You're fucked. Because that dude just he had good intentions. This he whole did. thing about like his mom passing away for like all she needed was this. And you know he was like, oh, okay, well I'm gonna make this I'm gonna make this scientist so nobody else can go. I'm gonna make this kind of uh, stuff so nobody else can go through this kind of problem. I was like, oh man, this is this is perfect. Just there was already a movie that was like that uh, Michael Bay movie that he like they they cloned the person and oh then, the island the yeah. island yeah. yeah. Which I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's what he basically wants to do. He wants to make a clone and then if that person body if the original bodies fail, you have a clone organ to rip out of this clone kind of thing. So I was like, all right, bet, we'll go with it. So he did that shit, and I was like, all right, we're, we're, we're cool with it. But I I didn't know where, where they were going to go with it because uh, at the time, I'm like, one of these people are bad. Said, Is it him? I don't know because he was a little standoffish in season one. Like, uh, he didn't want any violence, but he was still like, he's the nerd scientist who was just like... Following the orders. Yeah, just following orders kind of stuff. And then it played off of this that whole like first season that we saw him. And uh, I thought he was going to break. Yeah, I thought he was going to break. I thought too. he was the one that was going to, you know, do the flip and like turn on people. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that from her. I felt some type of like, you know, weird vibe from her, but I didn't expect her to turn on him. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, she's a fucked up one. All 
right, I'm going to watch you now. So yeah. I'm excited to see what they do on the next episode. Yeah. There's like two things happening at once almost, and they didn't really go back to the Mando thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious as to what's going to happen. Are they going to go back to the planet? Are mm -hmm. they going to go inspect that giant creature that's in the lagoon like what's gonna happen yeah. with that you know because i mean i don't i don't know if you guys remember but for me if i remember correctly it's it's not just like a regular creature it's an it's the sigil it's the creature from the actual sigil that yeah. they wear yeah yeah but but but, but, the, but the thing was it, it was a creature of legend mm -hmm. no one ever actually saw it correct it, it was it was, it was always like, this oh, like mythical story it's like someone you know like like we see those um the, the sphinx statue in egypt like what if that was actually real though like yeah. what if we actually did see that like it yeah. was you know a half man half lion kind yeah. of shit um or like a you know you, you see like in uh, old stories of like you know uh king arthur like things with dragons but what if the dragons were actually real yeah. like it was yeah. it was even the name and of the monster it's it. a mythosaur like and, it was, and she saw it but he didn't see it because he because he fell in I thought we were talking about this last week. I thought he got yanked in, but he just he just fell in because nobody told him about that big ass fucking drop. So he yeah, fell but in. I mean, how do you fall in that fucking deep? Because she didn't say anything. He was just like he was talking and he was walking, and he's wearing full armor. The fucking idiot. He was wearing full <laughs> armor when he was diving in there. He didn't have to wear his full armor. He just had to dive in. Like oh, so you think he just got sucked fucking yeah, a thousand meters into that shit like that? He. The, the the armor has to how much that thing has to weigh like maybe she like five she like jetted in there like yeah, she has to jet she had to jet in you would have thought he was gonna jet out I don't know it was he weird he didn't have the back piece it was he didn't have the back piece I don't know it was it, weird it was it she was, throws me off too she's a little she's a little weird and the fact well, that she's are we just got saying like, that we got problem with women no <laughs> <laughs> damn fat why you gotta do that <laughs> we're all backstabbers all of them it's something about you. <laughs> She, it's just like, she like picked up the dark saber and started using it like it's oh no fucking God, problem. I'm bro. like, hmm, there's some foreshadowing, and yeah. I want to know where that's going. Because I, th I think she she's really the chosen one. Yeah, she's she's she's, she's really yeah. The chosen yeah. That could be a thing. I could totally because because they even said like if you're not the chosen one, you're gonna have difficulty with that blade. It only works for people that were chosen. She uses it like it's nothing. When he uses it, it becomes a hundred pounds heavier. Yeah. If this. If Pedro Pascal dies in this fucking show, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking flip. I'm I, think, <laughs> I, th I think he's gonna sacrifice himself. He's yeah, I think he's I gonna think, he's yeah. gonna and which is crazy because in Last of Us, nah, I shouldn't say anything. I haven't seen it. No, much. you haven't seen it, but uh, season two is gonna be crazy. Because I mean, if you play the game, you know it's gonna happen. It's it's crazy, but. Because this dude, uh, Pedro Pascal, is basically turning into, uh, what's that, um, everybody's favorite TV dad. He's, he's America's mm. sweetheart. Yeah, he's he's everybody's the favorite new Paul TV. Rudd. New Paul Rudd, the new uh, Carl Winslow, yeah. Uncle Phil. <laughs> uh, what's another TV dad? Damn, uh, those commercials are great right now with him, with with Carl Winslow. Yeah. They like, they, like, shoot it one way, and it's like modern TV, and they face him, and it's like you're watching the sitcom all yeah. over. Yeah, oh, great. Man. With the laugh track and everything. Yeah. I love that shit, man. Another another interesting thing about that episode um, mm. that I really found was one. They portrayed the rebels almost as like, like yeah, these are the good guys, but 
they also kind of act weird, though. Very it's, it, Republican. Yeah, yeah, it's very like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're going to torture you, but we're going to be friendly about yeah. it. Yeah, like, it was only off. a little like they, torture. Like, they didn't seem like the heroes. It, yeah. was, it was weird. It was it like, was. no, 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 it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just they're painted differently. It's, yeah. a, it's a different coat of paint. And then another interesting thing, um, so George Lucas... His first film, like the film that actually got him famous before Star Wars, was actually a sci-fi movie that he made in college called THX 1138. His first feature film was the feature version of that college film. And it was about a guy living in a society that was all programmed and he wanted to break away. In the movie, the government interviews him. Are you angry? Are you this? Are you that? And he has to answer the same questions every single day. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not pissed or anything. And then they forced drugs into him. In this episode, they did the same thing. It was the robot asking him, yeah. like, do you feel any, you know, transgressions or anything like that? And to me, I think that was like they're kind of like a like a thank you to George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Like you created this franchise, but we're gonna do do like a like a throwback to yeah. your first movie. Yeah, I was I didn't think it was a throwback to George Lucas. I thought it was a uh homage to um oh my god, what's the name of that uh that movie that had Harrison Ford in it. That they made a part two, 2090. Oh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That's yeah, what I thought it was 100%. when they were just constantly asking. But that makes more sense than why would they fucking do a Blade Runner when they have uh, Lucas yeah. <laughs> to do that. But that makes, I, I did like that. I did like that because I can see how they, they try to show you that, yeah, once is good, but this is a monotonous thing that he probably had to do this like mm-hmm. every day or once a week or something like that. He just constantly doing this. And then. You, you will see why he will want to go with this lady to, like, do some of his old research. Because if you're constantly doing that and you're con- and you're in this cubicle and you're going through all this other stuff, you need some type of excitement. And yeah. you can't even leave the fucking quarters of your area? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was I, that's kind of like why I thought he was going to break, right? Because mm-hmm. I kept seeing this thing and, you know, they give you that feeding like, oh, man, this guy's he's going to switch up. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, eventually he switched up. But in favor of the New Republic, it didn't switch up how I thought. Like, I thought he was just going to be bad, you know? Yeah. I thought he was going to try to take, mm-hmm. but he was actually trying to give. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. It was, it was good. It was good. I like his character. Yeah. I think I, I like his character. And the whole uh, Mandalorian, uh, both of them coming back to the with the Enclave and being accepted into the ranks and stuff. Uh, I don't know who that big ass Mandalorian dude is, but that dude, he's got a fucking chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that needs to, like, you need to chill, man. You need to fucking <laughs> ease the fuck up, bro. Because every time this guy is so tense, every yeah. time he comes around the Mandalorian, and um, like everybody's celebrating, they just like panning on him, like choking <laughs> on him, and he's just like, you see this dude fucking hating him, and there's yeah. like three people who are behind him. I'm like, oh man, these three, uh, these four dudes. Their problem. They're gonna be a fucking problem. They're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. I, like, I want to see. I want to see. I know that they. They. He they probably fuck like fucked up one time, <laughs> and they like outcasted him for like years. That he's just like. So this guy just took a bath in a lake, and yeah, he's, that's you guys are just gonna accept him back like it was all fucking you know, good. You know what I was thinking of when I saw that? It was like uh, remember that scene in Belly when the dude is eating bananas. <laughs> well, he was eating the banana, and uh, he was what? like, "That now they riding too hard over there." And he was eating, bro. That that scene sticks to me. Every fucking time, bro, because it's like a, it's like a, they got a fisheye lens and they put mm. it right next to this fucking guy's yeah. face, right? And he's right on the edge of the corner, and uh, our protagonist dri- drives by, and this dude like eating a banana. He said, "Nah," and you hear you hear him smacking. He said, "Nah." 
said, nah, they riding too hard. I said, nah, we got to stop that. And he just eating this banana, bro. That scene is so fucking funny to me, man, because it's like, it's like, behold, this is what hater looks like. Oh, it's like yeah. they, they, they basically show you what it is, and it's so fucking funny, man. And I have that in my mind because I want to do a remake of that, but I want to have uh, two people dressed like Batman and Robin, and you just have Joker and Harley in the car, and you see Batman like, <laughs> no, they riding too hard. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And Robin like, yeah, we gonna get him to shoot your ass up. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get him. We gonna get him. <laughs> I want that because that shit is so funny. But yeah, man, uh, I really did like that. Um, I don't think she's gonna keep the helmet off. Because I don't think she does that either. I don't think she's gonna keep the helmet off. I think she's gonna. What I think is gonna happen is that she's gonna. She's gonna to. Uh, she's gonna be leader of this group. That she's gonna go back to her style of things, cause she looks way too good with that helmet off. You know what I mean? <laughs> and on top of that, like, uh, bro. But when they destroyed her castle, I was like, "What? Did you not expect them to destroy where you were fucking going? You you went straight to your base. <laughs> you didn't try to like, oh shit, they trying to go here. Let's nah. let's let's leave. Just because Mandalorian, because what's it got? Dijon? That's not his name." Daquan? What's his, what's the Mandalorian guy's name? Jin. Dej, Dijin? Well, it's like, it's spelled like D-I-J-D-J-I-N. Daquan. So, Daquan, Daquan over there. So, this dude was like, oh, just drop me off at my spaceship. And I thought it was just going to be like, oh, you got a jetpack, so let me just go in the atmosphere and you just drive, yeah. you just fly down there. No, she went close enough for him to like, pull up right here. Yeah. And she was shocked that they blew that shit up. I'm like, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I think I think she could. I think she might be the leader. I think she might. Yeah. That might end up happening now that she doesn't have a place to go back to. Yeah. And I mean, it might be a good thing. You know, she kind of like changes the order of bro. the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know? The fact no, that I she had that exactly. fucking sword, bro. Yeah. No, it, it's they're connecting all the pieces together. The the <laughs> the, the sword now works with it works perfectly with her. She had a band of Mandalorians that followed her. They disbanded. Now she has this new crew. She's gonna be the leader Bro, for it's, sure. It's for it's sure. like there has to be a Mandalorian in there who's like, "Yo, man, hey, everything is just like it ain't looking good for you, Dijon." But the lady <laughs> that you brought in, bro, she <laughs> looks like she got everything. She held that sword and she was killing people with with ease. And on top of that, she's royalty. Uh, she knows all about the legends. She grew up with it. Um, she saw the actual monster that <laughs> I got the fucking symbol yeah. of. She saw that shit. That you was weird too, though, because she didn't say anything. Like, why did she keep it to herself? That was where for me was like, man, maybe she's not a good guy. Maybe she's not a good guy. Like, well, I, 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 I think I think she's gonna confront that 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 was just like a, a teaser. She's gonna confront that monster, and I think she's gonna relive that myth. She's gonna do something with that monster, oh, and then shit. end up becoming gonna, the new. That's yeah. gonna be like she oh, might end up riding that shit. Yeah. She might end up riding that shit. That could be pretty dope. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. Okay. I don't what know. are you talking about riding over here? She's no, 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 not like that. Not like that. Back to back, back to back. Not like that. I'm talking about like you know, like riding it into battle or something like that. Yeah, segue into OnlyFans. It may be, <laughs> maybe. But what you call it? Uh, I see that. Uh, I don't even think that uh, the Mandalorian, uh, Pedro Pascal. I don't even think that he wants to be like a leader. He just wants to be in the fold. That's his whole... I don't think he... Like, he wanted to give her the sword in last season. Yeah. Like, uh, after he killed the guy, I said, oh, yeah, here here you go. But she was like, oh, I can't I can't I take it. I battle you for that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's to the death, so... Oh, is it? 
No, because didn't, didn't he didn't he fight the he guy fought, with the yeah, chip on the his dude, shoulder, and then he killed the guy afterwards because the guy had like a uh, he had like a gun that he was gonna kill. Um, he was gonna kill Bo-Katan. Bo- he was gonna kill Bo-Katano. Yeah, so he was gonna kill Bo-Katano, and then that's when the Mandalorian with uh, his silver spike. He ended up uh, killing that guy, but I don't know. To be honest, to me, it just seems like this guy has been working on a scale of negatives, and he's always been trying to climb up this goddamn like he's always been trying to climb up. It's like, oh man, damn, you don't have this, you don't have that. It's all right, cool. Let me get this. But in order to get this, you need this. It's okay, cool. Let me get this. So he's always been working on this whole thing, but it's like luck has him where every time he he gets something he also gets something else that makes this dude like badder than fucking ever like that fucking lance that he had that silver oh yeah thing that he had it was like oh shit yeah this by the way this thing right here it can stop bullets it can also uh lightsabers this shit cannot even penetrate through yeah. it and you can throw this thing at like three boards and it'll go right through them is it yeah but you know you can just have it you just can take it yeah it's yours man you, you just off of the look alone we're just going to give you this and now he has this new fucking spaceship that's supposed to be, like, fast as fuck, as we're seeing right here, that can take out, like, how many fighter jets did he take out? Or would that, uh, would that, I think it was, like, four or five. Three, like, yeah, four like three, or five. At least at the beginning of it was, like, three. Bro, and then it was, it took like, off. with ease, it's like, bro, you are lucking out into all this <laughs> stuff so much. Give Pogatan that, that staff and just say that, yeah, we, we squared up and she won. Yeah. I will lie and be like, yo, I didn't see how you handled that thing, but take it. I'll You're just, right, though. I stick with this. You're staff. right though, because I don't feel like the Mandal the Ma- like I don't feel like he is the leader. Yeah, I don't feel like he is the leader. I I feel like even his demeanor, it's like I'm gonna do this because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, but I don't want to be the limelight about it. Because mm-hmm. he he's never done anything like that shows like uh, leadership. Because when he was in a, a book of Boba, he wasn't the person who made the plan. Boba Fett made the plan, and he was just the guy who was like, "Yeah, what do you want me to do?" He was also the best part in that entire He was, he was, (laughs) but he wasn't the guy who was making the plans. He was just like, who do you want me to kill? I go kill this guy. If anyone should have a chip on their shoulders, it should be Boba because that guy (laughs) stole his shoulder. (laughs) Dude, the excitement that people had when he showed up. Have you seen the meme where, uh, you know, like there's that meme that in the English meme when they're watching a soccer game in the bar and then everybody just goes fucking nuts. Uh, but they show like in Boba Fett where you see like, you hear his music, doo-dee, doo-dee, doo-dee. <laughs> and yeah! People just fucking go nuts. And I felt that on that episode. It's funny that when you talk to people who watch the, the book of Boba, it's like, what's your favorite episode? It's, like, um, it's the one where, uh, uh, you know, Mandalorian came in and he just started fighting. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the episode when he fought that big fucking dude who said he got the chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He had to fight that dude. And uh, that was one of the best episodes, man. But yeah, man, uh, I don't know, man. I don't think he has long for um, for the show. I don't think I don't even think Groku has long for the show. I'm confused about him. Well, apparently uh, that character, Grogu, was not supposed to be there that long. It was, it was another one of those things like... Uh, that dude from yeah, there was some that the whole thing of of Luke Skywalker taking Grogu away. That was supposed to be the end of that story. Yeah, we're yeah, like, all right, he, he takes off with him, and that's it. But I guess they did surveys. People wanted it back. People wanted yeah. it back, so they were just like, all right, he just gets him back. Keep yeah. him. Yeah, 
because it's like, what is he supposed to be? Like, is it? He's like the. He's after Yoda, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's after Yoda. This is supposed to take place after Return of the Jedi. Return of the okay. Jedi. In between Return of the Jedi and the New Order, was it? And uh, Rise. Of, no, um, the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. That's what we're watching right now. And because um, he doesn't come out any of the other stuff, like there's not even uh, a. But, that, but that's what I want to know. It's like, hey man, where were you during uh, all this? Sh- What's <laughs> the resemblance? Like, where where are we going with this? You know, where does he, he just does he die? Does yeah. he just die at some point? He just I think you said it before. You said that uh, you think that they're oh, going to use the Grogu. creature eats him. Could I be. hope so. Nah, I, I want to see that. The fucking creature eats him. And then Mando's like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing this shit anymore. Or maybe, or I don't know. Maybe I was under the impression. Power come from Grogu. Yeah, but I was under the impression that Luke Skywalker was going to take him away, start his own Jedi Council, and then uh, the 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 new bad guy with the black helmet, uh, Rylo Kylo Ren. Kylo, he he ends up slaughtering Grogu. Yeah. You know, as part of like the Jedi yeah. Council that he killed, I thought that that's what the story was going to go. But I don't know. I don't know if that's still the same route or what. They said they don't have no ending like plan for the Mandalorian. Like they're just going to go about like uh, the 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 season as like just constantly just fucking keep... like Naruto of, yeah. of Mandalorian. They're just going to keep on fucking going. But I mean, <laughs> five hundred episodes <laughs> could be, bro. Because as of right now, it's doing good. But. uh I think there's gonna be an end. There has to be an end in sight. It's doing great. Yeah. It's got me hooked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it Wednesday yet? Yeah. Right. And uh, what's the 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 woman who plays Bo-Katan? The fact that she did the voice of Bo-Katano in the animated series. And uh, what's that guy's name? We was talk, talk, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. He told her while they were doing the when they were doing audio, he says, "Yeah, I mean, eventually, you know, we might." you know, do like a live action and you might be able to reprise your character. And she took that as like, yeah, you know, Hollywood shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood shit. Well, and I then am. she's on fucking set in the fucking outfit. And it was like, yeah, I, if I was going to yeah, remember what I said? Remember what you said to me? You ain't, yeah, you ain't say no, you ain't believe me. You got the heart. You ain't got the heart like I do. I think, I think, uh, and I think she, I don't know if, I have this information correct. I think she may or may not be at MegaCon when we go. I think so. She's a sci-fi wo- royalty, bro, because she was on um, she was on a whole bunch of sci-fi movies. I don't know. MegaCon <laughs> is the one that's in New York? In Orlando. In Orlando. Or it's in Orlando. Orlando. Uh, okay. What's the one that's in New York called? No, it's uh, New York Comic Con. Yeah, New York NYCC, yeah. But the people from New York Comic Con own uh, SuperCon, the one that's... Uh, that's down here. Yeah, that's going to happen down here in... I heard uh, Chris Evans was going to the one that was in uh, New York. York? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then Paul Rudd was here uh, recently or in Chicago. He was the one one in Chicago. The the whole cast from Shazam are going to be at Florida Supercon. Sick. I fuck with that movie. Oh, you saw it? Not the new one. Oh, the old one. Like that uh, that series of Shazam, I fuck with that series. I like like that series. Black Adam was fucking legit, bro. That was the first one I was just like, yeah. Up. You liked uh, Black Adam? Hell yeah, I liked it. I, 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 it all might of be that just went to shit. It <laughs> might be, it might be, it might be biased because I've watched wrestling. That was like yeah. how I kind of grew up. So the uh-huh. Rock for me is like ah, he was the people's Rock. Elbow, he was most definitely the Rock in that and he, movie. He was the fucking Rock in that movie, bro. The only thing that he wasn't talking shit. If he was, if he was like talking shit like the Rock, that movie would have went up a little bit more. But he wasn't. He was just, he was just. 
he did, but he it was subtle. Yeah. Like it was like it wasn't a uh you know what's your name it doesn't matter yeah. what you're, you know it was more just like oh so i say it like this you yeah. know it's like like just comedy like he serious braggadocious he glads, you know he grabbing rockets out of the sky and shit yeah. like that swiping down oh yeah, that's fighter jets. that shit was great yeah he's doing that kind of stuff but the Dwayne rock johnson is the only character who i know that when he plays a protagonist like when he loses it's not really a lose it's like something like they get him out of the fight for some reason yeah, that's the only way he loses in his movies, and I realized that watching that movie because uh, usually when you see like a movie where there's a protagonist, like oh shit, uh, something happened, like they lose an arm or something like that. But Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like he willingly was like, okay, let me just say Shazam, and then Here, they take, take me. me kind of stuff, and then they had to go get him back. Like oh shit, we gotta go get him back. I was like, damn, bro, you you just don't like to lose, huh? Like, I like it. I mean, it showed movies. character growth. I, mm-hmm. I like that. It, you know, it showed from him being like this pompous god to then saying like, "Oh shit, I fucked up. Like, I fucked yeah. this up." You know, all right. Well, I'm gonna learn from that. Here, you know, like I'll, mm-hmm. I submit. You know, and then it kind of like comes back, and he's just like, "All right. Well, I'm gonna do this for the good of of what we're supposed to yeah. be fighting for." Uh, but I, I liked it. I think I, I like that movie. I don't know. Maybe it's because I like the Shazam thing. You know, turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. It's like you become human. You no, don't. I do like that. I like the whole thing about Shazam as well. I do like the whole fact that um, he could use his power just by, like, if he says if he says the name. But if you're in front of the lightning, you that's an actual attack. I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I never knew that he could do that shit until I saw that in. Uh, I think I either in one of the animations or he actually did it on live action. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like the story too, you know, mm-hmm. the origin story of yeah. him, like being part of a, an oppressed community mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like being this fucking savior. You know, that's amazing. Pretty pretty cool. It's not like just like a regular superhero story where yeah, you know, you like fall into a vat of acid and all of a sudden you're like you know throwing some shit and killing people. Mm-hmm. I like that it was uh, like he was like, chosen. You're gonna be the one, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I fuck with that. The, a lot of early reviews have come out for Shazam, um, and they've all been pretty positive. Yeah. On this one, yeah. Well, the all... Shazam series has been has been pretty good. I, th- I think everybody likes uh, the guy who plays Shazam, even though to me it seems like he's been getting a lot more limelight than the actual kid who mm. plays Shazam. But I mean, this guy has been an actor for. There's another podcast. I forgot when what it's called, but they were they they got to see Shazam and they were like, you know what they need to do is get that actor Zachary Levy, Levi, I mm-hmm. mean, and have him hang out with that kid because when he's a kid, he acts like an adult, but then when he turns into Shazam, he acts like a kid. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're like there's no consistency between that kid and that guy, bro. Like right. <laughs> for real, he acts extra goofy yeah. when he's an adult. When he's a kid, he's just like a normal kid. Yeah. <laughs> I think that kid is going to be one of the Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he that is. kid's going to be excited one of the Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you were able to see that the new trailer for the new Ninja they, Turtles. They have it. Yeah, it looks they, they really got good. like actual teenagers to voice act the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So is it like a live action? It's animation. It's, it's animation. animation. Yeah. Like yeah. full-blown animation. It, but full it, blown. Is it, though? They. Like, it, it looks weird. It's it like looks... the Spider-Man stuff. Like the Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, like the... You know, Miles Morales. It's okay, like so it's like that. Yeah, yeah like that okay. that style. But the, the voice actors that they got were pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like the Ninja Turtles actually sound like teenagers. Yeah. Like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, Donatello sounds really young, though. Yeah. He sounds like a... Like I think he's, he's the youngest. 13. Like you yeah. can see like 
there's a there's like a like okay there's a hierarchy because Raphael sounds the oldest, Donatello sounds the youngest, and I don't know what Leonardo they just sound like fucking regular teenagers. But um, Michelangelo's got braces, and everybody on the internet is going crazy. Like, How the fuck did he get braces? That's funny. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I think it was Donatello. I think Donatello because he's supposed to be the, those look like uh, yeah. those look like they fucking look, they look bad. They look Do like they, I got to look, look, look at them. They look like a dumb bad dentist. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's why I think the theory is is Donatello did it on him like as an experiment because they don't look professional. They look bad. <laughs> I got to take a look. And at And then uh, they got Seth Rogen doing um, okay. Bebop, John yeah. Cena's oh, Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Uh, they got good voices. Yeah, uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, damn. I don't know who's going to be Shredder. I don't think I got that name yet. No, they haven't announced Shredder at all. But there's going to be a lot of villains. There's like, I think like seven or eight villains in the lineup yeah. in this one movie. So and that, Seth Rogen did it. I haven't seen yeah. that. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty uh, nostalgic. A lot of people were like finding stuff that was from like old, like old Ninja Turtles from uh, the 80s and mm. stuff that's from like modern day. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Those it. Those are my favorite Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like the real ones. A lot, yeah. Like, you know, like... I, I like that kind of stuff. I like uh, uh, to create fiction and make it like real. Don't put some type of character generated oh, yeah. thing on it. Like I fuck. That's why. That's why I like. I like the Star Wars series because mm-hmm. they they create real sets. You know, they do real costumes. They yeah. bring real people out to act and stuff like that. It's not like you know you got Thanos and then Thanos is just like this guy with some fucking balls on his face and they're just and they're all in a green an room. image. Yeah, you know, it's it's very different to see like people put into costumes, you know, and act and create a character, you know, yeah, bring the character you know to life. A lot of people have been saying that about, like, Marvel, like, um, what the problem is, like, uh, just, like, aesthetically and how Marvel looks. They they hate the fact that they color people, like, so they could put anything that they want to in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not like uh, how you would, like, uh, say that if somebody was in an actual boardroom, like, you would be like, oh, you know what, let's... Let's play with it. So we're going to have this light coming from this, uh, from the windows right here. And then we're going to have like some shadows here, shadows there. Like, no, no, no. This is supposed to be a boardroom. Lights coming from the ceiling. This light coming there. Light coming from the back. Boom. And then we can just make whatever this boardroom looks like. Yeah. And people are saying that it just looked like washed out and everything is, we'll just do it in post. They're basically doing everything that we were told not to do. Like we were told not to do when we were in school. Like, Never say that you'll do it in post. Yeah. Just do it right there. But Marvel does that shit a lot. Money talks, bro. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's, it's, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. you wouldn't want to do it in post because we don't got the budget for it. But you yeah. got the budget for it. Fuck, do everything in post. Yeah, do everything. Yeah. Post. Everything is, and it's, it, it fucking sucks, man. Yeah. It yeah. sucks, but uh, I'm still going to watch all these goddamn movies. Even <laughs> though they're shit, I'm like, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the, the <laughs> Ant-Man one wasn't bad. I liked that, that new Ant-Man, the Quantum Ant-Man, one. It was I pretty didn't good. think it was as bad as people said it was. 100%. Man. I fucked up. It was like a mixture of a lot of different things. You didn't like it. You didn't like it? No? I liked it. It was like, it was like you know, take you to another fucking dimension yeah. where it's like, oh, shit, I'm watching Star Wars now. I'm in the middle of, like, the bar, and I'm just aliens. And then it's like, oh, it's fucking light cycles and shit. It's fucking Tron. Like, it just it, it mixed it so was, many was, different things cool. together. But the the one thing, the one, my one gripe is with the movie is that I found out recently that the ending, they filmed that. A month before the movie came out. Whoa. Yeah. Like, they reshot it a month. Like, they did it, and then I guess the the higher-ups were like, 
Talk the algorithms are off or some shit. You know, ChatGPT was like, yeah, we can't do this shit. Bro. That, like, that alone <laughs> tells me there were so do many shit. disagreements yeah. on that set. And that's why. And I think, like, me, I, when I saw the movie, I felt that through the screen. I felt like this doesn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. This looks like a Ant-Man movie trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Like, that's what, I guess that's what I liked about it. It wasn't your typical Marvel movie. Like, it felt like something different. Like, it was mm. a mixture of a lot of different ideas put together. And I felt like it was executed well. Like, it just didn't feel out of place. My son was like, fuck that movie. I'm not going to go watch it. Really? And I, yeah. And I was like... <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna go watch it now. Like I want to see, you know, we're so what, bad about it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I enjoyed it. I I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it could have been that I was tired. I watched it on a. We're heading back uh, from uh, Utah. Mm -hmm. uh, I go snowboarding a lot, so we were heading back from Utah, and our plane was like at 10 o'clock at night, and from where we were to like the salt flats and visit all the nature stuff, it was like two hour drive, and I was like, I'm not doing that. So, oh, so, what do we want to do? Let's go watch a movie. Boom, just go watch Ant Man. It was just, it was on. It was the best thing that was in the movie at that time. Yeah. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I felt like you know, kick back, watch some popcorn, eat some popcorn, and just mm. and watch it. I liked it. It, was, it wasn't bad. You mentioned you like to go snowboarding. Yeah. This guy wants to go snowboarding. Okay. He, he, we plan on going to California. I mean, not to California. We plan on going to Canada. Canada. Oof. But he I wants heard. to go snowboarding, and he also wants to plan a trip to go to California and like hit up like the desert, the mountains. There's like, a all there's a run day. called the SoCal Run where okay. you you snowboard in the morning, you hit up the desert, you go duning in the afternoon, and then at night you go to uh, you hit up the beaches. Right? Okay. And it's called the SoCal Run, and I heard about this shit like in January, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. I've that never done fun. any of those it's things. It's like before. a spring thing. <laughs> sounds like a spring yeah. thing. I'm like, I've never done any of that stuff before, but I'm like, yeah, I could do it. Why oh, yeah. Or die trying, you know what I'm saying? Do it. He, he's going to pick it up in one day, snowboarding. I it can't that. be that. It can't well, be that hard. I Yeah. <laughs> okay. How hard is snowboarding? It's, the, you're, it's a big learning curve. Is it's it a really? big learning curve. I've never, yeah. I never surfed. I've never skateboarded. It's nothing like any of those things. Really? Yeah. You're 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 on a pitch. Okay. When you're when you're snowboard when you're skating or you're surfing you're you're on flat you mm -hmm. know you're kind of being pushed or you're pushing yourself flat. Snowboarding you're you're going down a hill. Oh, so that's good. Just let gravity do it. Yeah. And even if I'm not on a snowboard, if I just fall on my face the rest of the way, Shit. I'm basically snowboarding because <laughs> it's attached to my feet. Sure. I don't know about science, that. right? <laughs> science. Pat's coming back with a dislocated shoulder. <laughs> Does it really hurt, hurt, like falling on snow? Um, if it's like a powder, if it's falling on like a powder day, no, it's super no, forgiving. I've never been on snow before like that, dog. I've, I think yeah. I've only seen snow once in my life, and I was on a gig in Virginia, and it was like snow. I don't know. It, was, it snowed like, let's say three inches or something like yeah. that. I've never seen like snow that it's like, you know, nah, this whole fucking mountain is full of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I just went to Canada. Canada was great. I went over to Lake Louise mm -hmm. and by far probably top three trips I've ever taken really? to any mountain. Like the Canadian Rockies are too it's it's like a surreal. How are, the, how are the people in Canada? You you want me to be honest with you, bro? Be I didn't fucking be honest, yo. Not one Canadian. Really? Yeah, bro. Everybody that's out there from the moment you get to the airport to the hotels and everybody you meet, they're Indian or they're Asian. But I didn't meet any Canadians. 
Really? I, I, I might have met, all right, I might, I might have met one or two on the runs. Yeah. They were just there boarding with us and they live like in, in some other part of Canada and they just make the drive out to Banff or Lake Louise. Um, but for the most part, if it just felt like a tourist trap almost, you know? Like, it's like, it's like oh, going to the that. beach here. You go to the beach, that's all tourists. Right yeah. now, go, go right now, spring break. None of them are from South None Florida. None of them are yeah. from Florida. Correct. You're right, you're right. So it was like that. Um, food? Open my open my eyes. I was just like, wow, we really do overpay for food in the states, because I mean, just as simple as uh, I'd I'd go out and buy a dinner for me and my wife, and uh, usually you know you go to a dinner out here and you're spending 150 bucks if you're like you know doing appetizers yeah. and the dinners and the drinks and stuff, dude. I'd go out there and pay like 90 dollars Canadian, so it's like 70 bucks, you know, 65 bucks. I'd go to the bar and I was like, oh, you know, let me get a round of shots for like the whole crew right the whole group mm -hmm. and usually it's like a group of like you know like eight of us that we go we typically like plan to go on these snowboarding trips together that's what we do right mm -hmm. and i go to the bar and the guy's like oh you let me get uh eight shots of uh fireball you know just to like fucking give us some spice and hype us up and yeah. get back on the mountain and i'd pay like 29 dollars canadian dude that's like two dollars a shot oh, american so we overpay for food yeah, here for everything uh, it's crazy. It was, Dude, we it was once crazy. we once uh, fucking went to Brickle for like we were, it was a uh, it was us and like four of our friends right and we were like what what we call it what, what was that fucking day it was like a influencer day we we, we, we said an influencer day like we we're like oh we're gonna be like influencers just take a fucking picture and be like ah check it out and shit right and we we went to a restaurant that uh <clears throat> the fucking experience was bad but the you food didn't even was have to good. describe it. He ordered chicken and waffles. Okay. That shit was 45 bucks wow. for chicken and waffles, right? The drink that I ordered with the chicken and waffles was 20 bucks, right? And uh, we added uh, uh, appetizers were like, and nothing was uh, under 20 bucks. Yeah. The bill came and I was like, all right, you know, like, ah, I'm probably going to be at like 100 something dollars. It was like $180. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm looking at the bill. And I'm like, what is this this charge? They were charging me for like, like oh, the tip is already included. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. Played but, yourself. Because I mean, I was, always tip more than 18%. So boom. you're playing yourself. Sure. But, but she also charged, there was another charge on there. There was like a charge for like, uh, oh, it was a <laughs> South Beach tax or some shit like that. And we're like, what is this? What is this? I'm like, we're in Brickle. She said, yeah, I don't know. All All the restaurants do that here. And I'm like... Oh it's my COVID. god, bro! COVID, got your ass. I was just like, "What the fuck is this? 180 bucks? Where'd you guys go? What's the name of that fuck? It was I like did, a uh, chai. It was or like a Thai, something like that. It was okay. a Mexican. It, it, it's supposed to be Latin. Fuse. It was Latin, Latin and Asian fusion. fusion. Okay, okay. Um, never going back again. Never. Yeah. Going back. The service was horrible. Sure. The guy brought us waters that were warm. That were warm. Well, waters. I got served a hot beer yesterday for the first time in my life ever in America. On draft, yeah. In that America, was, <laughs> that was yesterday in That's Woodwood. I went to a place called Le Chick for mm -hmm. uh, for my buddy's birthday. A lot of positive things out of that place. I got. I've never had raw meat in my life ever. They gave on purpose. Yeah, no. This was like a dish. Nah, it's dude. it's a it's a wagyu tartare. Yeah, oh, it's so just tartare fucking, is supposed to be raw. Yeah, yeah okay. it's like a dude. The best thing I've, I I mean, slap it in between two buns and call it a sloppy Joe. I would fuck that up. It really? was really good. Okay. 
but never have I been served a hot beer. And it was it was warm, man. I was like, this is drafts. Do you guys have a keg room? Like, what's going on here? And it's like a 15, you're not charging you $15 for a beer. I was like, nah, listen, you kind of give me something cold, bro. Like, I'm here for a cold drink. $15 for a beer? Yeah, yeah. How much the are they like everything. Yeah, nah, everything. Like you have a whiskey, like I'll have a whiskey neat. It's like 25 bucks. Wait, they do a Miami prices in Wynwood too? Yeah, bro. Winwood is crazy Winwood? right now. Yeah, yeah bro, man. But I remember going to Winwood. That was when's the last time I've been there? Five? It's not like <laughs> six that years was, ago. Though, you're There's talking about Winwood when Winwood was still ago. dangerous. There's yeah. buildings there, bro. There's, There's it's buildings. Like, <laughs> it's like a miniature brickle. It's crazy. Like there's oh, buildings with yeah. yeah, dude. There's people living oh, there in buildings, man. hotels with valets underground. Like it's crazy. There, it's completely changed. It's completely changed. I haven't been there for I would say maybe like two years, and in those two years, it has changed. People a still lot. tagging there or no? What? Yes. People still tag. Oh, oh do you yeah. have to pay? You gotta pay to uh, thirty five dollars for parking. For a whole for day. For yourself. For the you whole go, day? No, for two hours. Two hours. For two hours. Damn man, that's, that's a fucking now. nosebleed, yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> I was telling him I, I was at the beach yesterday, and because spring break is now in effect, uh, parking was sixty. Wow. That's another thing too. I guess since yesterday, you know, I didn't even. I'm not even thinking like spring break. I haven't. I haven't seen a spring break. In, yeah. In years, bro. I don't the even fuck is a spring break? Think spring break anymore. <laughs> and you know, we're we're. I mean, it's eight thirty, and it's 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 already popping. Like it's it's getting filled up. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, man, this place is full. Like, what's going on here? And sure enough, like my buddy's like, oh, it's spring break this week. And I'm like, oh well, shit, we got out when we got, when everybody was getting in, getting in and bro. it took us like forty minutes just to get out of Winwood to get onto the highway, dude. It was bad traffic. Yeah. I can imagine how much the fucking like Ubers cost to get to like Winwood or any of the beaches. Nah, you, you just want to avoid those areas yeah. right now. For the next couple of weeks, you want to avoid as much as possible. Yeah. Damn man, that's fucking that's jacked. Fuck that. What else do we have to talk about? I think that's pretty much it. Let me see what else we got on the docket. Uh, I fucked the Oscars. Yo, I'm happy that uh, <laughs> that these 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 uh, anywhere anywhere you want it, that's the way you be. It won the everything everywhere all at once. I'm happy yeah. that they won. That was a dope ass movie. Um, I'm happy that uh, what you call it a uh, short round got the fucking Oscar. Happy about that shit. What else am I happy about? Brendan uh, Fraser winning that. Fraser? That was through me completely. Have you seen the Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen the I movie. Seen it either. But I mean, I haven't heard from Brendan Fraser in fucking years, bro. That, 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 was, that was the biggest deal out of it was that so he won best actor, the Asian kid from the Goonies mm-hmm. won best supporting actor, and they both were in Encino Man together. Yeah. So it was like, yo, uh, these two guys that did this one sh- shitty movie in the nineties. Um, and then disappeared off of the face of the earth are now back and winning Oscars. And that was like, it was like a comeback story. You know? Yeah. Was, I, I wanted to bring that up because uh, I was looking, I'm like, yo, what are the movies that were like bad movies that had like an all-star cast that came out? And have you ever seen um, Angels in the Outfield? Yeah, of course. That movie has uh, Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. in it. Uh, Donald Glover. Joseph Don- Gordon-Levitt. Justin Gordon-Levitt's. Uh, Adrian Brody in it. Uh, who else was in it? It has like, it's an all star cast. Yeah. But they weren't an all star cast back then. Mm-hmm. And that movie is like, it's not that great. It's yeah. not that great of a, it's not that great of a movie. Cause I rewatched it 
And I don't know what the fuck childhood me thought that movie was the best thing <laughs> in the world. I was like, man, this thing, this is baseball. This yeah. is baseball. Rip. No, it's not. It's not. This, that movie is fucking trash. But yeah, man, there's been a lot of movies that has like actors before they made it. They were like, oh yeah, you know. But it's that's what's happening movie. now. That's yeah. like the trend. It's like all of the movies that we watched when we were kids, mm-hmm. we're grown now. So now people are that are our age doing all these things are at the top. We're managing. Yeah. And now we're bringing all these things back and we're hitting a major niche market. Mm-hmm. So you're getting all these like Ghostbusters and all these like w- movies that are being right. remade in that it's like boom it's immediately you're like oh ninja turtles fuck yeah i'm gonna watch it even yeah, if it's well, shitty i'm they, gonna be there and i'm gonna watch it because we're the demographic that's my thing we're the demographic that everybody wants to hit up now so yeah. we got the money now <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what it is we got the money oh they got the money they like nostalgia yeah you remember this remember this mm-hmm. when you were a little kid and dangle that shit over yeah. your head <laughs> 50 bucks and you gotta pay for 35 dollars for parking too yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the south florida tax can't forget about that dude South Sounds Florida. like an Airbnb rental. Hell yeah. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, before we leave, we could talk about, like, just one more thing. What are you What are you watching? Or, like, you said that you, you're watching, uh, there's a show, To Catch a Smuggler. Yeah, To Catch a Smuggler. What is that show about? Because I thought you were talking about pirates. <laughs> like, on the, like. The seven seas, yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. But you, you said no, it's not. It's, it's yeah. an airplane reality TV show. That would be a good parody, though. If <laughs> you did like to catch a smuggler, but like a pirate Other version pirate. of it, like back oh in the day. Oh my gosh! So you see people wearing red coats on the ship, <laughs> and it'd be like a, it'd be like. But a, you do like office. reality TV yeah. version, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's just kind of, uh, it's. Uh, People try to smuggle a lot of different things into the country, and not just into the country, but to different countries. So they picked a lot of the most uh, popular airports, that, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the busiest airports. Um, and it's not just people coming in through airplanes, but yeah. it's also like things that get shipped through that have to come in through the airports. Um, and so they it's run, like cops, but in the airport. Yeah, sort of like that. Um, and it's just kind of entertaining because I mean, I got friends that they. You know, they bring shit back and forth or whatever yeah. for their own personal stuff. And I'm just like, man, like these people are out here. They're not even looking for smells. They're looking for like. I got it. Uh, no, you can go. Yeah, they're, they're not even looking for smells. You know, they're they're putting things through x-rays. It's just like it opens your eyes to seeing Holy some of like shit. the back end of what goes on yeah. in those people's lives and then you kind of like relate with some people and some people you look at them and you're like fuck that guy wait so are the people's faces like blurred out or no No, for the most part they show everybody on camera so they put out the release they, like, yeah, you they can put my do face. unless it's all fucking scripted which it, it doesn't be. seem like that it doesn't seem that way you know it, it could be uh i know um there was a documentary on cops that i saw like fucking years ago and they said that the re- the reason why they they were able to get so many people's faces on cops was that they made it part of their plea deal, mm. saying like, "Yo, if you release this, we will give you like like we'll we'll shave some time off, yeah. kind of thing." So I could see them doing that for this, even though like, what if you call smuggling? How much are you gonna do? Like years? So oh, like ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen years. Yeah, some of the stuff that they're bringing in is like. They're putting, you know, lining suitcases with cocaine or... Oh, they catch people like that, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're putting it in shoes. Like, they're bringing in a bunch of shit. How about, like, 
exotic animals are people doing that there's um certain part of the show where they do the agricultural side and yeah. people try to bring in like certain plants and seeds and stuff like that um i did see one episode where some guy was like trying to bring in birds like some type of birds or canaries or something inside of a box oh, wow. you know um but they haven't really showed anything with animals i don't think they want to i think that's a no like you know, like a whole pita thing god knows what mm. it is you know but um, it's a lot of like drugs like, or yeah, because I want to know what they do. Like, what do they do when they catch the person who who with the animal? Do they just they don't let them free? No, they kill them up. Yeah, like oh shit, you're in the United States and you don't this belong. Exotic here. animal. Didn't Justin Bieber get in trouble for that with a monkey? I think so. Yeah, there was something something with a monkey. I think really? so. Yeah. I think he was trying to transport a monkey over, but couldn't, or I don't know. But or a lemur? Was it a lemur? I think so. It was something. Yeah, it was something yeah. weird. And then, and then, yeah, I think PETA heard about it and like tried to, you know, try to bash him about it. I know that Brad Pitt. Not, yeah, not Brad Pitt. What's that dude's name? The Captain Jack Sparrow. What's that fucking guy? Oh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp. When he was doing a movie in Australia, uh, I think Amber Heard, his wife at the time, uh, the shitter, the shit better. The shit. I remember she brought her dogs over there. <sighs> She brought her dogs to Australia, and you can't bring, like, it was like those dogs are not native to Australia, so mm. they had to get rid of the dogs, and they were like, no, you can't even leave the the, the tarmac. Like, yeah, they, they, the they do that with some shit. dogs. Like, they'll bring them in, and they'll say, oh, you know, they got to quarantine the dog for, yeah. like, 15 days, and the guy's got to, like, come back and forth to the airport, which is, as a person, like, it's kind of inconvenient to leave your dog there for two weeks, yeah. and you're, like, on vacation. You know, it kind of sucks. It, but it, it kind of shows you how hard of a time some people do have getting yeah. into the country. Yeah. And you're thinking, like, man, they're giving this guy such a hard time because he wants to be here. And what? He's got, like, clothes for his family or, or whatever the fuck he's bringing in. But you got motherfuckers crossing the border with no problem. And yeah. like, nobody's doing shit about it. So it's kind of like it makes you it puts things into perspective, mm -hmm. you know, so you're watching. I, I, and it's it's engaging for me. It's engaging. Yeah. I, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you put something on and you're you're like tinkering with something else at the same time um and it's Just like you don't really have to follow like yeah background noise yeah because for me i i watch a, I, I watch anime that's yeah my shit i i don't i don't really watch tv shows too much mm -hmm. but i will i will watch anime no i fuck with anime so that's where like i'll sit down and i'll like engage and watch so this show is more kind of just like passing time i'll do some tasks in, in mm -hmm. the meantime and, uh and it's engaging it's funny it's funny it's funny you know and then you you watch some people, and I'm I'm watching this like, man, when do I gotta fly out again? I wonder if I'm gonna see that guy. The fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I see you on TV, bro. You're that douchebag cop that was kicking that guy out yeah. for no fucking reason. I remember you. It's kind of like a, I don't have anything against cops at all. I have yeah. a lot of uh, friends of mine or uh, family members that are in the force and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I support them. I think what they do is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes a lot of courage. You got to give us the the yeah, what no. you call it the, the <laughs> but it's it's always warning. Yeah. <laughs> Do not record this. You politically correct. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it is it is fun to or, or funny to see them uh, like they go so hard sometimes to try to like really get somebody and you're sitting there watching like bro you're such a dick like there's nothing this guy's not doing shit yeah and then they go through the whole process and they like they catch you right like they 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 got you they they're you're like watching this show and you get mm -hmm. to the end of the story and like fuck this guy was like there was nothing wrong like this yeah. guy was innocent and then you're sitting you're sitting back and you're like man that's fucked up yeah. this guy just spent four hours in the airport 
Not you arrested him. Apology. You put him in handcuffs. You walked him through the airport, make him look like an ass, and he was innocent. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, not one fucking apology. They just yeah. let you go. Oh, like, thanks for cooperating, man. We appreciate that. Well, fuck you. What about a free flight? Yeah. What about <laughs> a fucking burger and a beer? Like, yeah, dude. That Yeah, that's the shit that... Uh, I've never seen the show, but I can see how that shit can keep fucking ag- aggravated. So they never show. So they do show like where, uh, people who like. Oh no, they didn't have anything. I yeah. thought it was just nothing, but no. like, oh, all these motherfuckers are just criminals. No, no, no. They, so yeah, they they'll, catch, they'll show you the good guys. Do they even show you like people who are like? I mean, it's just like a pair of jeans or something like that, or like something that is small, or it's all drugs. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do like uh, like the last one I was watching is this, this guy's coming from Africa and he's like bringing different sizes of clothes that mm-hmm. don't fit him, and I mean that's obviously you can tell like this guy's. I mean, I guess for me, it's easy because I, I come from a Hispanic family, and mm-hmm. that's kind of like what we do in Cuba. You know, we come from here. We we send clothes back with people. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, here's your bag. Like, we'll pay for your plane ticket. You know, can you take this bag to this guy that's going to meet you at the airport and, you know, give this to my family. It's yeah. medicine, whatever it is. So you could tell that this guy's coming in with, like, clothing, clothing for different sizes, and the cop's like, uh, bro, this is a 30-32. You don't fit in that. You know, the guy's, like, tall as fuck. Yeah. And you're just looking at him like, you're a dick. Yeah, it's it doesn't not, fit him, yeah. but it's not for him. It's for his fucking family, mm-hmm. you know? And there's, like, a language barrier, too, so some of these guys can barely speak English. Yeah. And it just feels like they're taking advantage of them and try, right. trying to make them, like, like uh, how do you say, uh, uh, tell on themselves or yeah. something they're not really yeah. doing, you know? Get and them it, to say shit, yeah. Yeah. I used to work at, um, fucked up. at Diesel, and there was a, a whole, there was a big market of, like, people from other countries just coming in and, like, buying in bulk that and i used to work at polo and motherfuckers used to just like buy out the whole fucking store and just like send it to another country oh fucking sawgrass sawgrass is the central hub for that hell yeah bro they buy suitcases (laughs) they buy suitcases at sawgrass and then they'll come to your store and put it into the into the into their fucking suitcases i remember there was one time when i was working at polo and you know i'm just fresh out of fucking like uh high school and shit and I was a stock, and they were like, oh, can you work the, the cash register? I'm like, all right, cool, I could do that. This lady came over with, like, a fucking heap of fucking clothes, and I'm just ringing shits up, and her, I, I guess it was, like, her her grandma or something, and she was speaking to me in Spanish, and I was like, I don't understand what you're saying, and she just kept on talking to me in Spanish, I'm like, all right, bet, <laughs> and I just kept on, I just kept on scanning, and I put the shit uh, away, and... I'm like, this time, I'm like, bro, I don't think they got this much money. And I remember it was like fucking like $3,000-something. And she bought the fucking cash. Boom. I'm like, oh, god damn. And I'm like, oh, thank you. She said, oh, can I get some bags? I'm like, oh, you want some bags? Yeah, I got some bags for you. And she said, oh, thank you. And then she said, oh, can I get some more? I'm like, shit, fuck yeah. I paid with <laughs> the whole fucking stack, right? I gave her the stack. She walks out the door. The manager's like, yo, you're not supposed to give them bags. I'm like, why? I says, no, you're not supposed to give them bags because we need the bags for other customers. I'm like, yo, we got cases of bags in the yeah. back. Why can't I just give them bags? She, she just spent like three thousand dollars. What are you? What am I? T- and she and he was like, no, no, you're not supposed to do that. I gotta write you up. I'm like, you gonna write me up for bags? Wow, bro. Ever since then, I was like, what are they doing with the bags? I'm like, is it like laced with cocaine or something? <laughs> like even to this day, I'm like, what? Are they, what's so wrong with the bags? What's so wrong with the fucking bags? Yeah, it's not like that box of bags cost you a lot of money. And it's the it's the resale. They if they resell the stuff, they just put it in the bags. Oh. And I guess that's a little incentive. Like, yeah, this is polo because you know we got the yeah, bag kind of bag shit. with it. That makes but it's sense. like, 
Man, let them fucking have it. They yeah. already spent like three thousand dollars in our fucking store. Why the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'll give. Yo, if she was to come at me after I got written up, I'd be like, Yo, go come, come around back. I'm gonna throw out some trash and I'm gonna give you like a box of bags. I guarantee it, because that shit was just like it just made no fucking sense to me. Yeah, no fucking sense. Ever since then, it was like every time I'm on the register, like if it's somebody from another country and they're doing that kind of shit. Some like, people try to do the so most. So you want man. some bags? You want a you want a bag? I'll give you like two bags. Like, hey man, I'm the I'm the plug. I'm the plug. I'm the, plug. the bag plug. <laughs> the bag. Like, yo, let me just throw in a couple of bags in there for you. You know what I mean? I know what you're gonna do. I know what you're gonna do. But the my worst was uh no disrespect, but the people from like India, because sometimes when they like return like clothes, it will smell like I don't know what that smell is. Curry? Is that what it is? That can't be it. Is it? Because I was thinking curry the food, and I'm like, I've had uh, curry chicken before, and it doesn't smell like that. But it smells like... Turmeric? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, man. And it was like... I remember one time they want, the guy wanted to return <laughs> it. He wanted to return it. Hey, no disrespect. It's super, I gotta, super disrespectful right is now. It? No, but it smelled like it. And I was like, I'm like, all right, cool. And I just remember being like, bro, we can't, we can't take this because it smells like... Like it smelled, and he's it like, like he said, you "No, but it cooked with it, said, bro." And it's like, "No, but he said, no, but the the clothes it hasn't been warm. Like I know it hasn't been warm, but it smells like <laughs> <laughs> like when you bought it, did it smell like this? No, I'm like, he said, we can't take it. We can't, we can't take it." And he just got upset. I'm like, "Man, you could talk to anybody you want, man." And once again, I'm a fucking stock person who they put on a goddamn register. Yeah. So I'm like, "Bro, you can talk to anybody you want, man. Talk to somebody on the floor." Bro, I just remember the manager coming over. I'm like, yo, this thing smells like... And he smelled it. Yeah, we can't take this. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dog. We can't take it, dog. We can't take it, bro. So can you tell this man what I was telling him? Go ahead. Bro, and it's like, I know it comes off, it's off, but I guarantee it, man, if people know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like, I'm, it tastes good in food, but on the clothes, nah. We're not doing that. I agree. It's like a heavy-ass cologne kind of shit. And that shit is like, it's pungent. It's pungent as fuck. It's pungent as fuck. No disrespect. Once again, I got to throw that out there. I think culture. <laughs> no disrespect, but that shit is like, I don't know. If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that's because you're not cultured. That's the only reason why you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I guarantee you, like, people from, like, uh, uh, Indian stuff, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it is a, it's a pungent smell. It's not musty. Maybe. Maybe we can call it that. I don't even know what the definition of that, but it's rough. It's a rough smell. Like if you were talking to somebody who let me let me stop. Let me stop. Let me play this out. Before I fucking dig myself into cancellation over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo! That whole fucking ending right there needed to be like redacted, yo. But I'm gonna let that leave it in. Fucking leave it in. Oh my god. Um Okay. Oh, so Lionel, where can people find you, and what are you going to be up to from here on out, bro? Um, I mean, if you want to get in touch with the business, mm. 1988.productions. That's the you name of the at, website. You can look at the camera. 1988.productions, or on Instagram, you can follow us at 1988.productions as well. Um, as far as what we're going to be doing next, uh, it's just kind of like the same thing that we've been doing, man. Just keep on progressing, bro. Growing, bringing more people into the family. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just. Getting more families fed, bro. That's like uh, 
empowering for me, you know? That's what I get up. to I get to give back. It's not just about me anymore. Yeah. All right, shoot, for real. So um, that's been us. I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And, and this is Lionel. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace. That was good, man. Yeah, I could talk for hours with you guys for sure. <laughs>